Make sure you're subscribed to Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. But let's also pass. Let's also pass the Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. Our strength. That's Joe Biden speaking about the Equality Act in his presidential State of the Union address. What is this act? He's been talking about it since he was running for president several years ago. It's one of the big agenda items for him. What would it do to religious freedom and the freedom of speech? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in live on this Monday afternoon, the 13th of February. Brian Brown, president of the National Organization for Marriage, will be with us to talk about the Equality Act. And then we'll discuss the fivefold crisis for Western civilization with Dr. Spencer Clavin. He is author of the new book, How to Save the West, Ancient Wisdom for Five Modern Crises. Brian Brown is a regular guest. He's president of the National Organization for Marriage. Brian, welcome back to Issues Etc. Thanks for having me on. What is the Equality Act? Well, the Equality Act will essentially put into our law under anti-discrimination statutes, sexual orientation and gender identity will now be considered protected classes under non-discrimination statutes. And it will upend religious liberty and the rights of employers, employees, nonprofits, religious organizations across the country. Better term the Inequality Act because it will treat those who believe both that marriage remains the union of a man and a woman and that there's something real and unique and special about our differences as men and women. It will treat them as the functional equivalent of racists, and that will affect a lot of people in this country. Are LGBTQ people being denied their civil rights? They're not being denied their civil rights by our government. Of course, there are some people, even now in this country, that may be motivated by animus and hate as individuals, but I think the overwhelming majority of Americans are not. There's always some bad eggs anywhere. But our government is not discriminating in any way against the LGBTQ community. Instead, what we're currently seeing, especially over the last few years, is that the rights of Christians and those of other traditional faiths are seeing their rights abridged. You only need to look at what's happened to Jack Phillips as one example, the banker who has repeatedly been sued and had his business attacked, first for not baking a cake for a same-sex marriage. Luckily, that had to go all the way to the Supreme Court, and he won. But now the state of Colorado is going after him again for not using his talents to support uh, the transgender movement. So uh, that's just one example. The, The examples are too numerous to be able to mention. It's exploded even beyond what we predicted back in 2012 with the overturning of all of the state's laws defending marriage as the union of a man and a woman in the Obergefell case. We predicted that there would be serious consequences, but it's far worse than we predicted. Right now, we're seeing 
attack after attack on religious liberty, especially at the state level. And our only protection really is that the Supreme Court has luckily, and, and I will say through Trump's appointments, been able to stop some of the most egregious attacks on people of faith. Again, that doesn't mean that many people aren't still being punished. It just means that some of the most radical proposals are running square against the Constitution that the Supreme Court is having to step in. But that's only a few examples. The overwhelming majority of examples continue to happen. And unfortunately, some Christians are silencing themselves for fear of being attacked and targeted. In particular, everything you've described is happening absent of the Equality Act. What would the Equality Act do to further endanger religious freedom? Well, there are five areas that the Equality Act essentially upends existing law. For employers and workers, we will see a exponential increase of the cases like the Jack Phillips case. We're going to see states across the country punishing people who believe in the truth about biological sex. There was a French teacher recently dismissed over not complying with the school's anti-discrimination policy simply because he refused to call a student who said that she had transitioned by her preferred pronouns. People are getting fired. Employers and employees will be attacked. Medical professionals. You're going to see people coerced to engage in uh, medical practices that in times past would be called what they were. That is unethical, illegal, and immoral. Removing functioning body parts is not something that many medical professionals uh, want to do, especially when it's uh, supposedly for changing someone from a girl to a boy or a boy to girl, which just removing body parts does not do. And this is horrible because it's young children. It's essentially medical experimentation and mutilation. And doctors will have to make a choice. Will they do this or lose their jobs? Parents and children who believe in the truth about gender will see their kids removed from their households. This is already happening. An Ohio family lost custody of their 17-year-old daughter because they declined to put her on testosterone supplements. Women, if you think things are bad now, with women competing against men in college uh, and high school sports, things will get far, far worse because the law will be behind the notion, the false notion, that men and women can just switch who they are by declaring that it is so. Nonprofits, volunteers, finally, this will be a sea change in how nonprofits are treated. And you're going to see nonprofits that only place children with married biological male-female couples sued into oblivion, and they will lose because this will now have been put into the law. And the case, for example, the Philadelphia Catholic Archdiocese that won under federal law, that very likely, that same case, you would lose because the religious freedom statutes and other statutes, First Amendment statutes, will be undermined by Congress passing the Equality Act. So it is the most radical piece of legislation on this front that we have ever seen. And it is typical that such a radical and such a harmful piece of legislation would be masked up in the words equality. It's just a lie. It's about inequality, not equality. What would the equality, how would it affect the natural family? 
Well, most importantly, it will affect the natural family and those that believe in the truth of the natural family by making those that are willing to stand by their beliefs pariahs. The force of law has a tremendous impact in our culture and in our society. And when someone stands up and says, even today, this is what happened with Obergefell, if you say what I believe right now, that only a man and a woman can be married, that a man and a man and a woman and a woman cannot marry. And just because the law says something is so doesn't mean it is so. The law used to say that African-Americans should not be treated as fully human. That was wrong. The law did not change the nature of all of us as God's children and as human persons. Instead, what it did is put a lie of the law. If you say that right now, there are all sorts of consequences you'll face from the mundane consequences of how you'll be treated on social media, but your employer could fire you. And that's already occurred. More importantly, the state can, in certain instances, potentially come after you if you're employed by the state. There could be claims that you're engaging in hate speech. This will explode if the Equality Act is passed, and it will put a mark on all people of faith who believe in the truth about God's creation. And unfortunately, I think you will see some willing to be silenced. And that's the saddest part about all of this, is that the most important thing when a lie is put into the law is for men and women of goodwill to have the courage and strength to call it what it is. This is what Vaclav Havel talked about when he was talking about communism and that the number one action that a person could take in combating the lie of communism was to live the truth and refuse to be cowed. That's the point we're coming to. And, you know, I pray that people of faith will support one another and have the courage of their convictions. And I also pray that legislators understand that just because you give a piece of legislation a syrupy sweet title doesn't mean that its consequences won't be devastating. Brian Brown, president of the National Organization for Marriage, is our guest. We're talking about the Equality Act. President Biden, we heard him say that it'll ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgendered young people, can live with safety and dignity. What does that really mean? This is Molly Hemingway of The Federalist. Join me, my husband Mark of Real Clear Investigations, Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee, San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelioni, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod President Matt Harrison, and others for the 2023 Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 16th, and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Learn more at issuesetc.org. Making the Case, June 16th and 17th in Chicago. Issuesetc.org. The Lutheran Church Missouri Synod's life ministry is thousands of people sharing Christ's love and mercy and giving witness to our Lord's creation of life, His design for marriage and the family, and the God-given value of all human life from conception to natural death. Working with many partners, LCMS Life Ministries sponsors human care efforts that meet the needs of body and soul and provides resources and educational events for all ages. To learn more, email lifeministry at lcms.org and visit lcms.org life. Where Christianity meets culture, you're listening to Issues Etc. Is your child struggling at school? Are you thinking about homeschooling? 
Would you like help knowing what to teach and how to teach it? The Simply Classical curriculum from Memoria Press provides an enriching step-by-step classical Christian education for students who have autism, learning or behavioral difficulties, ADHD, and more. You'll find everything you need, including daily lesson plans to guide your way. Learn more at simplyclassical.com. Use LPR23 to save on your order. simplyclassical.com. Greetings, fellow Lutherans. Ad Crucem has an amazing number of new products on the website. Come and see our new Sunday School or Confirmation medallions featuring the six chief parts and Luther's seal. Browse our stunning incense burners and their engraved solid wood boxes. Purchase Kathy and Kelly's beautiful new jewellery for your beloved for Valentine's Day or order some personalised stickers for your church or school. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com. Happy 87th birthday to LCMS Ministry to the Armed Forces. On this date in 1936, the Armed Forces Commission of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod was organized. LCMS Ministry to the Armed Forces supports all LCMS chaplains who serve on active duty in the reserves, the National Guard, Civil Air Patrol, and the Coast Guard Auxiliary. Learn more about their service at lcms.org slash armed forces, lcms.org slash armed forces. We're talking with Brian Brown about President Biden's remarks about the Equality Act in his State of the Union address. Brian, we heard the president say that the Equality Act will ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgendered young people, can live with safety and dignity. What does that really mean? What it really means is that you're going to use the force of law to allow children to be mutilated against the wishes of their parents. You're going to use the force of law to punish parents who refuse to accept the lie that a child should be able to, at any point in his or her history, decide to mutilate themselves because of a feeling that they have. Feelings which, by the way, often pass when children are through puberty. We know this from the good science that exists out there, that often gender dysphoria is a fleeting disease, that it goes away. But unfortunately, once you mutilate a child, there's no going back. And that's also true with putting kids on chemicals. I mean, obviously, we're scared to have kids go smoking cigarettes, using illicit drugs, all of this. But why are we now totally fine to essentially chemically castrate children? This is unbelievable. And so few people, unfortunately, are seeing the great harms that are done. And we are blessed that some of these kids later in life have come out and publicly regretted and made clear that they wish they had not gone in this direction. And, you know, we need to pray for folks like that because they're actually also in the crosshairs of being targeted, mocked. But I think that they make clear that this is something that no civilized society should be allowing. We recently saw a significant number of Republican lawmakers capitulate and vote for the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. Could something similar happen with the Equality Act? I hope not, but there are so many weak Republicans, it's always a possibility I think many Republicans, again, were lied to, and and unfortunately, people like Tom Tillis and others openly embraced this 
Respect for Marriage Act by claiming that it wasn't a radical piece of legislation. It, it was. And also claiming that this was some sort of compromise that stopped the Inequality Act. It will not. Anyone that's familiar with the way that draft laws become real laws through Congress can look back and see that the hard left, those that embrace same-sex marriage, the Equality Act, the Respect for Marriage Act, they're quite good at getting incremental victories when they can and then going for the whole hog later and using it as a stepping stool. That's exactly what the Respect for Marriage Act is. It's a stepping stool that will be used to pass the Inequality Act. Do I think we can stop it? Yes. But it's going to take a lot of work. It, no one can just grant that Republicans will stick to their word who said, yes, I'll vote for the Disrespect for Marriage Act, but not the Inequality Act. I don't accept that. And again, it doesn't take a genius to sort this out. Almost every piece of legislation like this, the hard left has been willing to take a compromise initially and then use that to advance the full agenda later. And that's exactly what's happening. Finally, what message do our listeners need to send to their representatives about the Equality Act? They need to be 100% clear. People need to be 100% clear and be willing to call their legislators and let them know what is at stake. Even if a legislator just dismisses you or tries to say that this is hyperbole, it is not. Uh, you could read more about this at our website, nationformarriage.org, or the Heritage Foundation has done a great piece on this. There's a lot of good information on the Equality Act that you could find. And the basics of this are clear. You're putting sexual orientation and gender identity, both essentially modern constructs that can be whatever anyone wants them to be, into the law, and people of faith are going to be targets. And people just need to make clear their opposition to the Equality Act and make clear why that there will be devastating consequences for people of faith and others that believe in the truth about human sexuality. I also think that religious organizations, whether they're Protestant, Catholic, Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish, they have to stand up on this issue because it's closer to passing than a lot of people think, and only with a unified effort will it be stopped. Ryan Brown is president of the National Organization for Marriage. You'll find a link to the National Organization for Marriage on the Talk On Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Brian, thank you. Thank you. We'll be discussing the five-fold crisis for Western civilization with Dr. Spencer Clavin, author of the new book, How to Save the West, Ancient Wisdom for Five Modern Crises. We know that you want to build your family on the right foundation from the very start, the foundation of Jesus Christ. Concordia Publishing House offers more than 8,000 products for churches, schools, and homes, dedicated customer service, and an experienced staff to help you focus on what matters most. Click to connect at cph.org. Concordia Publishing House, listening, responding, providing for God's people. Concordia Publishing House, cph.org. Save the date. The 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference is October 11th through 13th at the Holiday Inn Cincinnati Airport in Erlanger, Kentucky, 
with visits to the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Look for more information in early 2023 at lutheransforlife.org conference. Lutherans for Life, equipping Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. lutheransforlife.org. Several Issues Etc. regular guests are candidates for leadership positions in the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Every LCMS congregation has received nomination forms for the President and Vice Presidents of Synod. Please encourage your pastor and congregational leaders to fill out and return these nomination forms before February 28th of 2023. Learn more at issuesetc.org slash 2023 nominations. Issuesetc.org slash 2023 nominations. What is mental health? The February issue of The Lutheran Witness takes up this question of mental health with contributions from the LCMS Task Force on Mental Health, which is tasked with providing resources for Lutheran church workers to better care for their own mental health and those entrusted to their care. To pick up your copy, visit cph.org witness or visit our website witness.lcms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Contending for truth in an age of anti-truth. You're listening to Issues Etc. Not only does our church need men right now, but the world needs men who will proclaim the gospel in its purity. Issues Etc. regular guest, Dr. Peter Scare, Associate Professor of New Testament at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. If when you go to sleep at night you're thinking about it, my experience with it is this, is that thought won't go away. So if you're going to bed at night thinking about following our Lord and becoming a preacher of this gospel, then I would love if you could come and visit Fort Wayne, our campus. We'd love to show you around and show you what it is that we do. Have you ever considered becoming a pastor? Contact Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana at 1-800-481-2155, 800-481-2155, or visit ctsfw.edu. Christ-centered, cross-focused, Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> 